0: through the Bar Stewards Inquiry podcast. My name is Catherine Fry. Joining me as always are Lee Keys of systembet.co.uk and John Lang of John Joe's Blogspot. Once again, this podcast is in association with systembet.co.uk. Uh, Lee has got a fantastic offer, a Christmas offer, which I'll let him talk about in a minute. We're going to run you through the Boxing Day cards, quick look at the Welsh National. First of all, we're going to have a look at... Uh, the answers to the questions that we posed on last week's show. But before we do that, Lee, do you want to give a shout out to your Christmas offer first?
1: Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, anybody that wants to sign up for for free over the Christmas period, go to systembet.co.uk. Scroll down the page and go to the uh, free sign up uh, bit at the bottom, um, and I will give you all my bets from Boxing Day right up until and including. New Year's Day. Um, all free of charge. No obligation. No card details taken. I won't sell your data to porn sites or anything <laughs> like that. Um, That's what and Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. So, so so go for it. And then you can see if you if if, if you like what uh, what I'm about. So there. Excellent. You
0: that's a good that's a, a very decent uh christmas offer lee i think um yeah. we we're just going to take a quick look at the answers to our questions that we set last week uh first of all i'm going to ask john and lee for their answers uh so we asked people to nominate the ride of the year the worst ride of the year the biggest non-jigger of the year and the biggest shit house in racing um john i know that these were written by you it's got you all over it so i'm going to go to you first what are your answers to this Thank you, Catherine.
2: <laughs> um, I'll, uh, I'll start with non-jigger of the year, I think. Um, this might be a little bit controversial, which uh, obviously you wouldn't have been expecting, uh, but Aramon in the Irish champion hurdle. Okay. Which, in my opinion, given half a ride, it could only have won this, because it's now rated 163. But in the interest of pre- possibly preserving a mark for the Fez, where it ran a Juan um it was given, you know, what I, I consider to be a little bit of a quiet one, <laughs> you know? Um, and then, no,
0: Oh, I don't believe that at all, John.
2: <laughs> and, and then in the absolute hate of comedy, of course, at the Fez, it bumped into one, which was from its own yard. <laughs> Um, I really enjoyed the county, the island had six of the first seven in it, so I did have a little look back and say what they've been monkeying about at uh, prior to running at the Fez. But yeah, that was me, uh, that was me non-jigger. Excellent. Then uh, we'll go on to the bigger shit out. Well, he's probably the biggest operation in Ireland, so I mean, we might as well chuck in. Now listen, dear Aidan O'Brien. Uh, because basically, he has now ruined the Epsom derby.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I mean ruined it. Um, he's got it sus now, you see. He, he runs the derby like a peloton. He's got two on the front, two in the middle, and he plays two sweepers at the back. Wings of Eagle, one and after stuffed in the Irish derby. He's winning this race with cab horses now. Yeah. Um, certain time this year, you know what I mean? Unless he sends it, nobody's handled him. It's not going to win another race. You know? Um, it's stuffed Morgul at Epsom. And, and, you know, I mean, Morgul's six wickets better than it. Um, if you put yourself in a situation where you've got a fancied runner in the derby, what do you tell your jockey to do now? Does he chase potentially insane pacemakers on the front end to avoid them getting away like Serpentine? Does he sit midfield and possibly give the two midfield sitters a drag to catch the pacemakers? Because if he goes toe soon, the swipers are going to get him, as Wings of Eagle did with. Um, the good Gosden and also Oppenheimer's. and hmm. Who was I forget. Um, but you get the gist. Yeah. You know? This derby is ruined at the minute. Not just because it's running on a Saturday instead of a Wednesday. It is ruined because unless you're running two or three or so, he can't beat this. He's going to win this every year. Yeah.
0: Yeah, understand that, John. Um, yeah. Um,
2: the worst ride? Well, I couldn't split the four dickheads that rode against gay athlete York, in all honesty. <laughs> um, I thought it was the worst planning I've ever seen from trainers in my life. They must have all just talked about the weather and uh, whether well, Teddy's Chocolate Factory was ever going to reopen it. Yeah. Like the jockeys up. Um, They'd say what happened at Sandown, you know, unless they were just sat there staring into space. It was absolutely ridiculous, you know. It wasn't a race; it was a lap of honour, and it was their fault. You saw what happened afterwards. the gas gets taken on. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, it's the most overblown the ass I've seen in a few years. You know, I mean. Uh, one dimension is hell, any of those owners that had something against it at a trainer with a bit of foresight could have told them to buy anything and they could have supplemented it and got the, this gas base he only it something that could have gone to six railings. Yeah. But, you know, utter, utter stupidity, which yeah. rails at the top end in racing.
0: Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Um, Come on, John, a bit of, give me a bit of good news. Give me Ride of the Year.
2: On, on, on the positive note, I'm going to give Ride of the Year, um, and there's a little bit of pocket talking all there. I'm going to give it to Thick Dave. <laughs> because, <laughs> in, all, in all fairness, um, his ride on Count Door Safe Um I almost heard a band strike up in my head two and a half furlongs out. It was that good. Um, to actually take a pole toe and a half out, when three lengths off the in the sprint there. was absolutely inspired because the horse doesn't want to get there too soon. And in all honesty, you don't want Dave getting there too soon. So for that reason, and that reason alone, um, I'm, I'm giving Dave the gong.
0: For that. Okay, that's 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 good. Dave will be delighted. He's on your Christmas
1: card list. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. Um, Lee, come on, let's have your list.
1: Okay, I'll keep it uh quite brief. Uh, John makes a great point with the Derby. Uh, absolutely spot on there from John. Um, that won't get talked about in the racing media, but no. that that's spot on. Um, okay, I'll start with the uh, biggest shit out. Um, Neil MacArthur. The, the CEO of the Gambling Commission uh, who whilst uh, <laughs> trying to safeguard people from pawning their lives away on the fruit machines your it, Yeah,
2: he's
1: also threatening to take down basically every avenue of skill betting with nonsensical ridiculously low uh, betting deposits which is a threat yep. to everyone's way of life in horse racing from the trainers because <laughs> of the levy no one can bet there's no levy, that's it, it's finished. Uh, even to the Saturday punter that likes a few quid on. So, Neil MacArthur, if you ever listen to this or it ever gets out, you are the biggest shithouse uh, this year. Um, the biggest non jigger for me is tied between the de real deal of the uh, uh, the kitchen fitting sort in Ireland. Um, ama- ama- amazing. This two wins on the flat, it's gone from 45 to 78 three wins over hurdles it's gone from 84 to to wait for it drum roll 141, 141. <laughs> beat that then beat that so that that's 57 pounds in three runs brilliant run class absolute class mate and i raise a glass to you and uh, t- tied tied with that for me is bushy park of the uh, the philip kirby uh, mafia um, 83 to 120 in four runs over hurdles. So uh, they've done well there. Th- 37 pounds £37 in hand, lads. Thank you very much. You know, it's uh,
0: beautiful. Beautiful.
1: Yeah. So there's a tie. I'm going to give it a tie between okay. us. Um, The worst ride would be Franny Norton, only, only pocket speaking, because I always think there's always bad rides in big races. It's too competitive. Um, But, Franny Norton for getting Leopardo beat at Wolverhampton and this, and, and this is a tip in itself because I can tell you now that Catherine actually told me the winner at 36ers um, and, 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 and I'd had fortunes on Leopardo and, um, and Catherine's won the race like I say at 36ers and, and Franny managed to get this beat I can promise you that this horse will be in the hundreds next year as a middle distance three year old You'll look back and think, how oh, he got that beat? But he did. That's that's the way the and so yeah, Franny Norton, you cost me absolutely fortunes. <laughs> um, anyway, the best ride for me is he's again an, an unsung chap, Charlie Todd, first man at Wing Canton. I'll I'll challenge anyone to see a better recovery with so little time to basically try and get back to win the race. The horse slithered on landing after the last. He was headed, he went probably a length down, length and a half down after being four clear, and Charlie Todd got him back up near the line to win by it by a neck, and that was just stunning. If that would have been, say, on a Saturday race on ITV with Ed Chamberlain, Matt Chapman, you know, they'd, they'd have been talking about this for... Whatever. They'd have been
0: stirring the gravy over that one for a while, yeah.
1: Absolutely. So Charlie Todd, take about absolute different gear. So that's my fault.
0: Fabulous. Before I move on to uh, just a few of the answers, I'll just quickly, very quickly give you mine. Ride of the year, Rachel Blackmore on Honeysuckle at Cheltenham. Um, top of the hill on the turn, she just completely outrode Paul Townend, in my opinion. Um, and I, I wish that she hadn't because I was actually on uh, Benny did Um but it was, I had to take my hat off to her for a fantastic ride. Uh, worst ride of the year again at the festival. Um, our old friend Decky on time Hill. Um, in my opinion, that horse could have won the Albert Bartlett. Uh, biggest non jigger got to go for, so I know that we all shared a collective giggle over this one. Um, Mick pastor at Kempton last month. Absolutely. yeah. Genuinely hysterical. And the biggest shithouse. It's got to be Mr. Henderson is the biggest shithouse of the year, in my opinion, for just, I mean, oh yeah, all the ulti or bollocks. And then this um, latest thing of um, champs, champ's not ready to, to go to the Savile Chase. Obviously, he wouldn't be able to go now anyway, but yeah, imagine this in a normal year. Champ's not able to go to the Savile Chase because he's not ready. We're at the end of December and he's not ready. What? And then the next thing he's saying is, "Well, there aren't many other options for champs, so I might have to go over hurdles. Like it's just, I don't know, too much nightness, clearly." Um, so <laughs> yes, the, they are mine. Um, we've had a few responses on um, on the Facebook page. <laughs> some I can read, some I can't. Um, Adam Webb, rider of the year, Holly Doyle on Dave Mallett at Newmarket. Yeah, worst ride of the year. Everyone bar Emmett McNamara and Tom Marquand in the Derby. Uh, biggest non-jigger of the year. Maybe not the biggest non-jigger, but no ordinary Joe at Ascot last week sticks in the mind. Um, biggest shit house. N.J. Anderson for Altior Gate number three. He's also uh, he's also sort of gone on a he's bit. Money, he actually came the trophy, doesn't he? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> um, also mentioned for. Rafe Beckett and Mark Johnson with their outbursts at the BHA when it wasn't necessary.
2: Over- oh, I
0: <laughs> Overachievers: Sheila Lewis and Alan King on the flat. Underachievers: Ollie Murphy in terms of the last couple of months, rather than earlier in the year, and bagging a great one. And dare I suggest Aiden O'Brien with regards to victories at the highest level by his usual standards? I'd argue it was far from a vintage year. Um, <clears throat> Your friend um, Tom Riding makes an interesting case for Ride of the Year. Um, I can't really <laughs> read that out. Um, he says he also backed a Gosden stroke having thing that night that made all at nine to four that pissed all over an Elliot stroke Spencer odds on poke. About six of us on course at Dunstall Park that night and I think it was snowing too. And he had a few when he wrote that, do you think?
1: Uh, probably. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a drunk darts player from, from down south. Always I... drunk.
0: and um we've got a question put to us actually um adam sorry we we didn't get to this last week but probably more appropriate this week seeing as obviously we're two days before christmas a more light-hearted question if you got each person for a secret santa what would you buy them i know all right if i was secret santa to you guys lee you'd get a bottle of gin a good bottle of gin obviously oh thank you yeah Yeah. you put out your, your you know your best gins the other day yes and I know um, John is a chronic insomniac, so I'd buy him like a quarter of weed, some Rizzlers, and some tobacco. Hopefully, it might help him sleep. <laughs> Fantastic.
1: Yeah. What, yeah. what I'd really want is a is a is a no limit bet three six five account. That's that's my dream, <laughs> you know. So if you guys can fix that, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, we'll ask for you. Um, so yeah, I um, believe we've got one more um, that we were that we're going to read out from your friend Lauren.
1: Yeah, Lorne Malvo on Twitter, Um, you know, good guy on Twitter, Uh, and uh, he says, um, (laughs) with the exception of yourselves, Biggest (laughs) Shithouse must go to any number of podcasts or those producing social media racing content. In the main, these are excruciating to watch as they rely on banter and passion for the sport, as if these somehow compensate for the abject ignorance of the sport. Add to this, anyone who refers to a trainer by their first name, John, Aidan, Willie, etc. <laughs> uh, yeah, Yeah, having met them only once, most trainers would not give you the steam off their piss, <laughs> he says. And do you know what? Absolutely spot on there, Lord Malva. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. you got to give that to me spot on. Yeah. There certainly
2: yeah. is no, no reason to be so deferential to them, is there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, their actions don't encourage it. Uh, um, I'll just uh, chip in here as well with the uh, the gifts, because yeah. I, I didn't give these a great deal of thought, obviously. Um, now, for me, um, the best thing I could give him for Christmas would be a win over the Ginger Hitler at golf next year. Um, <laughs> me and myself have been mugged by him bringing seven handicappers along to play off twenty four, when you can actually taste a baboon down from the trees, <laughs> and they've only given twenty two. So yeah. high time for a turnaround on that. Yeah. And. Okay. I- I was struggling for the gift for yourself, Catherine. Oh, really? until, yeah. until earlier this week, and I had a, I had a little trip to Nathaloton, and I discovered Elzinar herring in mustard sauce, <laughs> which happens to be one of the best products I have sampled in a long time.
0: Okay.
2: And it's that spitting old bastard at Newhouse Farm can get a few packets of Werther's Originals sent for advertising them, despite not having a good tooth in his head. I can have a few jabs of
0: this, but you really should plug them <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely brilliant, John. Yeah, thanks. That sounds um, <laughs> sounds lovely. Yeah. Onward, let's go to uh, Kempton Boxing Day, sadly behind closed doors. Let's start with the big one, the King George. Um, Lee, your thoughts on the King George. Is it a betting medium for you or a watching brief?
1: Um, I actually think... Plan Deserbo. If you get two to one or better's is actually value. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it it couldn't beat the soup monster at ADOP. I, I, I mean, I mean, what the soup monster got the into it with them. Yeah, I mean, Jesus, yeah. I mean, that is just a sight to behold around there. I, I yeah. mean, I, I was actually there when it when it when its first one uh, at Betfair Chase and. It was just brutal. I mean, I mean, it's like it's like one of those where, like a Roberto Duran in boxing, where it just keeps punching and mm-hmm. it gets hit, but it keeps punching. And if you beat that round there over three miles on heavy or soft or heavy, you 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 you, you do very well. Um, and the thing I thought Clan ran a really 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 yeah. good race there. Um, and the last two, I mean, it, it thrashed surname in this race last year. Um, Surname won an absolute egg and spoon race at Weatherby. In fact, even John John was one of the few that said, um, Surname was a good thing at Weatherby that day because mm-hmm. he couldn't, it was like £25 well in. John, you remember you saying it? Yeah,
0: yeah, I remember you that. Know. They were never
2: yeah. going to get him at it because there
1: weren't no. Actually- whereas whereas this this will be an absolute because you know i think the ground will be sort of like definitely so on the soft side
0: oh absolutely
1: yeah yeah um so so clan i think like expose all surnames flaws because it's just it's just it's just a beast really so yeah i can see a three-time king george and two yeah. walks value
0: absolutely um and i would love to see him do it i really would um do you think that um Given his tactics and how tough he is, really, do you think Frodon is a little bit overpriced at twenty-five to one? Um,
1: I, 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 I just don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see, I don't see this being, being to his strength, to be honest. Um, um, I mean, I, I, I can, I can see the, the argument at the price, but I, it's, it, it would not be for me now
0: okay john um the king george has it tickled your fancy
2: um well, only briefly uh yeah. my, my, my fancy was only only tickled for a moment or two so. um two years ago um there was a quite an emotional moment in this race. but me and myself <laughs> we were, we were sat in the stands at uh, riverside park in uh, middlesbrough and uh the ginger Hitler that had an enormous H way bet on waiting patiently.
0: Oh, the unseat. Yeah, we
2: could scarcely contact. <laughs> <laughs> and thinking back to then, I don't think this horse has done an awful lot wrong at trips that it's been campaigned at which mm-hmm. been ridden. Um it was rated hundred and seventy at the time. Uh, I don't think we've got enough evidence to see yes it, it's gone completely backwards yet.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah. I think at twenty-five to one, I don't yep. think this thing will travel up and give you an opportunity to get out about far out there. I think it could be running all over a few of these, and there'll be quite a lot of people looking to take a bit of insurance out in running it well far out. I think yep. that, that that's going to be my play. I'm going to have a small bet at twenty-five plus.
0: Okay.
2: And jump ship about tens, I think.
0: And what do you guys think of um, Mr. Shithouse of the Year 2020 um, putting Santini in here? Do you think it's madness? I mean, he did say that Santini hen- hated Kempton before, didn't he? I,
1: I, I personally think... It, I, I mean, that was the biggest... Um, I mean, if you watch Santini at Aintree last time, I mean, he's always had this uh, sort of like lazy, temperamental streak, but <laughs> that was the biggest down tools... You yeah, know, I i think i've ever seen he i mean if you can't beat lakeview lad you know on a running i mean that tells you what the horse is really up to at this moment in time yeah. uh i couldn't have that on my mind yeah
0: yeah no he's he right really frank
2: rooney in equine farm
0: isn't
1: he absolutely yeah <laughs> yeah when tim witherspoon laid yeah laid, yeah. laid a few on him late on yeah
2: I mean, Anderson said he hated
0: Kemp.
2: Yeah, he did. Yeah. I mean, Anderson just says the first thing that comes into his head. You know, I mean, you could have asked him that question. He could have said jam sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, mean, but nobody it's...
0: would have gone
2: what? Nicky? They'd have gone,
1: all right, okay, jam sandwiches,
0: cool. Yeah. And just said it's heavy ground. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, heavy ground. Yeah. That's um, right. And um, the Christmas hurdle. Um, God, w- wouldn't you just love to see Silver Street win this? It would be fantastic. see um, um, so reigning champion hurdler in this uh, price of 4 to 11. Is she a good thing, do you think, guys?
1: Well, it's, it's, it, the, the old, I mean, do, in grade, grade one company, I mean, do, ma- do mares need the £7? I'm not so sure, um, especially over hurdles. Uh, over fences, maybe you could argue because you've got a bit more strength factor uh when it comes to jumping fences. Um but seven pound seven pound allowance mm-hmm. for hurdles. Not so sure. Um and that, that kind of makes it a bit unfair for, for Silver Street, doesn't it? Giving giving it, yeah. Give it a seven.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um it's not it's not the greatest lineup
1: in the world, is it? No. Far from it.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's not a it's not a betting race for me. Elsewhere on the um, Kempton card, um, anything really standing out to you, Lee?
1: Yeah, um, I mean the the, the I mean I, I haven't checked the prices at the moment, but when they first went up, twelve forty Kempton, third mm-hmm. time lucky at thirteen to eight. Oh yeah, yeah, we we backed with Cheltenham, uh, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, um, I mean. How on earth is that thirteen oh eight? I mean, basically, uh, the front-running gas pit that is the old course course over two miles at Cheltenham. I think just you know and the the pace that the winner went, it was a, it wasn't a slow gallop, but it it was it was it, they gave it so much rope that it you know it was an error of judgment from the from yeah, the yeah. and from yet
2: the, it stood out, didn't
1: it? Yeah, um, and. I mean, but honestly, I think this should be odds on. So, I mean, if you if you get on, you know, like in the, in the next two days and take the third, you know, eight, six to four, eleven or eight, you're doing very well because you'll leave me the scraps on, on Boxing Day when it's probably about ten to eleven, and I'm gonna, uh, you know, and I'd rather eat another turkey sandwich. But yeah, it's a third time lucky for me in the twelve forty, Kempton. I thought was a was a um, absolute banker there
2: wants um, like day loving doesn't it
1: yes, and just just a mention i, I know we'd we, all three of us are not very keen on the on the Tizard yard, but I mean <laughs> it seems like Tizard um listened to uh, Robbie Power with the big breakaway because Robbie Power suggested to him after winning us winning in a, in a three mile slog at Cheltenham. To drop him back to nineteen furlongs at Exeter next time, <laughs> when basically he got outspeed. Naturally, yeah. he would get outspeed by, by a decent, decent animal, really, of Evan Williams. Um, it didn't sue. Um, the step back up to three on so, the big breakaway, I think, can show more. Um, is he much value? I'm not saying he's he, he's value, but but don't write that horse off yet because I yeah. think he's a special talent.
2: I think okay. I, I think he's done really well there, Ash. You know, because like, when, when, when you look at him, I mean, the case for saying he still looks a bit on the leg, I mean, uh, yeah,
0: absolutely. absolutely. Like still best, looks a bit yeah. unfurnished in a way. Do you think? Yeah, yeah. Comes, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 think I don't think he may even
2: say it's best this year. To be honest, I think it, it needs to be careful with it this year. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, so Kempton might even be too quick for it. I know it sounds stupid because no, it's no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- three miles off, but you know if you don't get in a rhythm at Kempton, <clears> you, <throat> you you you're kind of in trouble. But but anyway, he's he's an interesting project, and and I wouldn't write him off yet. And I and I certainly think that he'll be a better horse than the skeleton horse that's favourite, Chamblou. Yeah, he'll be a, he'll end up better. But it's just whether it's on the day, if you know. Yeah.
0: I mean. Okay. Um let us take a, a trip across the sea of course metaphorically to uh Sound on what is st Stephen's day for them uh good card i think um anything standing out to you in islandly
1: um yeah um a couple of bankers really and, and okay also awesome. um, I think I think if if I was sort of you know if you've got the family round or whatever I mean I mean that that that's saying a lot in in these times getting the family <laughs> round you you'd be lucky to have the you know uh, <laughs> have anyone round but uh, um but but I, I would say if you fancy like a short price treble on on on, on Boxing Day uh, the third time lucky that I've just mentioned uh, Kempton mm-hmm. and there's two in Ireland that I, I particularly like. Um, uh, Zana here, uh, in the uh 105 at Leopards Sound. That's the uh Knight Frank juvenile hurdle. It's a worthy 72 favorite for the triumph. It ran it, it ran a time off the clock at uh, when it won last time out. It beat a good horse of uh, of Willie's Saint Sam that I actually liked. I watched it in France, I thought this will be useful. Mm-hmm. Um, but this the, this horse just absolutely destroyed it in a time six seconds faster than the uh. Forty grand handicap hurdle uh, later on the card. Um, I mean, this is the real deal. Um, so yeah, it's short of four to six, and I'm not saying you know, but it's nice to put in a in a short short price travel with third time lucky. And the other one uh, was at uh, Limerick in the uh, Fourteen Chase, where I thought Asterion for Longers um, was a banker around the ten to eleven price because. Uh, Pencil full of lead, which I, I would think is a worthy rival. How is that going to be suited by a three furlong dropping trip? The trainer's already said, you know, this horse wants three miles, two mile three at Limerick. It's a it, it's a quick old track, even even on heavy. You, you need a bit of pace, get up there, get in a rhythm, and I don't see him beating Asterion for lunch, um over that distance. So seven to one plus, I believe you can get the treble. That's third time lucky, Zana here. An Asterian Falange. I thought that's, you know, just a bit of fun. You know, I mean, you yeah. can just stick that on, you know, watch it on, on the telly and hopefully, I thought that's a really good, really good solid treble. So yeah, that, it certainly
2: buys a lot of L's in our herring and mustard sauce,
1: doesn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So that, that'd be my play. Yeah.
0: Literally whack it on, have another turkey sandwich, have another mince pie. Yes. And um, yeah, I, I quite fancy one um, at Leopard Town, actually. Um no surprise to the um to the colours um it's just very very interesting I think round the twelve to one mark at the moment um in the handicap chase the two fifty um top moon for baby joseph first time tongue tie on um has a far lower chase mark than a hurdle mark, and at the moment um the price seems to be quite attractive. So um well, that's what that's what I might have a little look at um on Boxing Day. And I know that you guys have taken a look at the Weatherby card. And um John, you fancy one at Weatherby, don't you?
2: It's just one second. Just uh found the right player something like that. Yes, um in the 128, it, it got <laughs> Gaspell Dogs, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um Time to Get Up was a big eye catcher last time, uh, such a big eye catcher, even the stewards had a look. Um, now to my mind, it, it got a very studious ride from the jockey because if he lapsed in concentration for one minute, he'd probably have won.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you
2: want to do that for? Not exactly. <laughs> Um, way too good for these office mark if he's wanted to do it, and I have no reason to think it won't. Um, though we kind of blame the sharpness of the track last time, this long grinding hellhole of a straight should suit it down to the ground, okay? Um, yeah, that's me, Weatherby. One
0: that's Weatherby. Um, anything for you at Weatherby, Lee?
1: Um, yeah, um, I. Uh, it's uh, part of the uh, we, we do a patent uh, as we know And, and th- this one would make the patent I think at the prices Windsor Avenue in the Royal Merrick, okay. In the 205 I think you can ignore the last run um, I, I would To be honest I, I mean, It's their choice I wouldn't have run there you um,
2: no, I'm way we across the boundary left,
1: n- Not, not really. I, I'd never ever felt that was the right placing for this kind of horse. I think three miles. Weatherby. He's back. He's up to three miles. This is what it wants. There's no <coughs> excuses. I think you see a career best from this horse. And Brian obviously has spoke about this horse in the media. He said, "This is, you know, this is this is the real deal. This horse." And I really, if this doesn't produce. I mean, we, we, it's double figures in price at the moment, uh, as far as I, I mm. can see. Um, that's amazing value. Uh, Windsor Avenue, I think, is going to run big, and I, I'll be I'll be shocked if this horse, if it runs its race, it doesn't go close. I'll be shocked.
0: Okay, yeah. I mean, you you guys um, did say before the Cheltenham race, like what the what the hell's doing here? Yeah. And it was Weatherby, and it was actually this very race that you nominated him for. So yeah, I it's um it's good when a plan comes together it's, i mean it's quite it's quite a it's quite a trappy little affair isn't it there's there's sort of um springtown lake we quite all quite fancied him for the um for the race over the national the grand sefton
1: yeah um, I, li- I liked him in that yeah. yeah
0: um wears pieces for the first time and um obviously tom o'brien on board thank christ Um <laughs> snow, <laughs> snow lapidess um she was she really was pretty tough at at Haydock, wasn't she? And like, you know, came came with a wet sail there in the end. Um she's she's nine to two, sort of pretty much heading the market along with Canelo. Do you think do you think that's fair? Do you think I mean she's, she's um, carrying ten thirteen. I think Ryan Mania's riding exceptionally since he came back. Do you, do you think Windsor Avenue could put it up to her?
1: Yeah, I I definitely do. I, I the 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 way Brian's always spoke about Windsor Avenue you know, as in better than definitely red. So, well, you know, yeah, this yeah. horse will be better than definitely red. And that's what he's always maintained. Um And it's just sometimes I just question the odds placing. Uh, I'm, and it, it'll not be Brian, it'll be the owner. I mean, obviously, Brian, Phil yeah. pay, pays big money. He, he's entitled to place his horses where he wants. But Cheltenham was not the right race.
0: Yeah. Okay, um, before we move on to a quick look at the Welsh National, uh, anybody else, um, fancy anything at anywhere else on um, on Boxing Day?
2: I did think there was a fairly interesting race at uh, Kempton, the, yeah. uh, the 115. Uh, it's a bit ground dependent, this and how much rain we get because if the ground was good to soft, might not be obviously. Um, I was going to give Son of Camus another chance after the wind up, second run back. Yes. Popeye said it was soft enough, but I have a contingency plan. If it does tinkle down until Boxing Day, <laughs> it, it has crossed my mind how the hell Mick Windmill has managed to miss heavy ground with Hold the Note. He's bad, Jeremy, he's been crying out for some proper slop. Mm. As you, um If this turn nasty, I am going to wallop this thing, despite it being turned by a Windmill. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is it still in Dick Earn's old yard? <laughs> I,
0: I, I have no idea.
1: Mm. Is
2: he? Yeah, I mean, that's right. Is he still there, Lee?
1: What, in, what, West Ilsley? Yeah. I think so, yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, it's like putting cannon and ball in charge of international trade deals, isn't it? Well,
1: they may yeah.
0: as well be, to be fair. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah I'm pretty sure he is at West Dilsley, yeah. yeah I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure, yeah. You know, I mean,
2: what a shame, but there you go.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks for that one, John. Um, the Welsh National. Now, I, I know that, you know, John, it surprises me as sort of National hunt handicap, like right in the arse of winter, and you fancy a couple in this. Like, what's that about? That's that's <laughs> that's not normally your sort of modus operandi. Eh?
2: No, it isn't really. Um, I mean, the thing is, uh, this is secretly craved, you, can, you, you, can, you can't sort of leave it out of calculations. I mean, it's got farm and crap store, heavy. <laughs> um, it's eight pound welling and you'd probably bet at least one of your kidneys a little steer. Okay. So, I mean, while you say far one a bit, you know, um, if you were, were going to have a, a sporting plunge on something at 33 to 1, you might decide to have this as a saver. Okay. And talking of sporting plunges at 33 to 1, does anybody remember Didero Vallis, who was very heavily backed for the Sefton Chase? Yeah. For the winsome one. Well, to me, um, having watched that race back, I think they've just got the trip wrong with this. I think mean, he, he looked slow there.
0: Hmm.
2: I, I think he's just a steer who sure. corks really well with slop. And uh, I think his lack of pace found him out at the jumps last time. He's got no weight on his back in this. Um I'd love to say it's sure a £10 Claremont but probably not um, 9.12 in the long handicap, where he carries 10 um, 33 to 1 is yep. well worth a, a couple of shekels just to find out what the, what the score, what, the score. Yeah, yeah. You know?
0: I fancy a couple in this actually um, one quite obvious one I see uh, Ramsey Detay. Around the 12 to 1 mark. We know he absolutely loves this sort of revolting ground. We know he'll stay. And um, a horse that I think probably needs about 55 miles. Um, and he's a pretty decent price at 20 to 1. I mean, he's not the fastest horse in training, but he is going to pop up somewhere. And he does seem to get gambled on for big Cheltenham handicaps. It is um, Big River for Lucinda Russell um it's fancy and each way a couple of quid on him at 20 to one so um lee have you looked at the welsh national yet
1: yeah uh inter- interesting shouts from you too there uh quite enjoyed like your reasoning on both um so yeah n- nice prices um yes i did like one um dominator um of oliver Sherwood. um uh, I was a fan of this horse last year because I kept backing him and tipping him, and obviously he was very impressive uh, uh, at, at this track, which I thought was—I always think course form's good here. Uh, this horse, you know, won his last two years, beating Sir John. Obviously, that that ran well in the Tommy Whittle. Um could have won for me, but never mind. Um, uh, but and, and then followed up again, beating Clondor Ancroft, 137. Comes off one hundred and forty-one here, and if you watch the Sandown race, where he was running against Pim, which obviously he's got he's got no right to beat. Neither mm-hmm. has he got no right to beat if the cap fits. Um, basically, this horse was not off a single <laughs> yard. I mean, if you what, I, I, just just watch the video when when they turn in, he's literally about five lengths down to Pim, and if the cap fits, jump, you know, turning in, mm-hmm. and. Brendan Powell makes absolutely no effort turning in. No. And I just want, yeah, and I, I you, you, just think, well, I mean, it's a lovely prep, it's beautiful. I mean, I mean, if you notice that, and I think that's what you've got to look for when, when, when you, when you're betting national hunt racing, and, and I think fourteen to one that's available, or roughly Dominator. I think he's the right age. He's seven now. Um, he stays well. He's got track form. That's that's the one for me.
2: I think we we try cast off
1: there with a five horse combination. Yes, do <laughs> yeah. it. Let let us do a tri cast and then yeah, we'll yeah, we'll yeah. see um, you in uh, 2022. Yeah, yeah. we'll have
0: a, have <laughs> a um, we'll have a Christmas special tri cast on the Welsh National.
1: Let's
0: do it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, brilliant. Any other shouts before we go? Um,
1: yeah. Oh, hang on. We've got to highlight what we're doing on patent wise. So, so it, it is the Bar Stewards patent. Bar so, so, so right. My bastard's patent would be um uh, in the Roland merrick, it would be Brian's horse, Windsor Avenue.
0: Okay, John.
2: Again poor old miserable cold weatherby. Time to get up in the
0: one twenty-eight. You knew it was gonna be Weatherby with you two. Is it like you know, it's 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 typical northern that you've got to gotta stick to a northern track. And all northerners love weatherby, don't they? And we do we love
1: Santa we love, we love, we love weatherbait and we love gravy.
0: <laughs> and um yeah
1: gravy either. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Look at this. I'm going for a West Country track, Wing Canton. Um, Duke de Beauchesne in the 245, the Pertemps qualifier. Love those races. And talking of those, the um qualifier that's um run next week over in Leopardtown. Um always look to that for obviously for the nod for the final in uh, march tries to the back isn't it that one? yeah it's uh, you know if you if you, we want to be looking at places four to six really so um they're 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 the most sort of crucial um well that's it um i'm off to um the supermarket now um wish me luck i'm off to You're go off and the project yeah off to wrestle and fight over the last piece of broccoli and a bag of chestnuts Um, So all that remains is um, thanks for listening um, to us so far this year. I'm sure we're going to squeeze in one more before the end of the year. Um, Have a very Merry Christmas. I know it's uh, going to be not the same for a lot of people,
1: but um, we do wish you all the best. Um, Thanks for listening. Bye bye.